0: Welcome to, I want to tell you one thing, a podcast for emerging entrepreneurs, whether you are just starting out contemplating a change, stepping away from the traditional nine to five or working so that your side hustle becomes a full-time gig. This podcast is for you. I'm your host, Katie, a social media coach and strategist, and more importantly, a fellow entrepreneur. Each week I sit down with another small business owner and ask them to share one thing they learned in those first tumultuous years, hopefully. Their advice will save you some of those mistakes, sleepless nights, and moments of insecurity. These conversations have certainly inspired me. My hope is that we can learn and grow together. Now, let's dive into this week's One Thing. Welcome, Marissa. Thanks. I'm super excited for this conversation today Um, and to hear more about you and your journey. So tell us who you are and what you're up to right now. Yeah,
1: awesome. So my name is Marissa Fay. I am based in Denver, Colorado, and I'm a holistic and functional nutrition professional, which are a lot of words that basically mean that I work with people to really go from feeling crummy and feeling not well to what I like to say, feeling honestly well honestly well is like my catchphrase. Mm -hmm. It's my podcast. It's my course. It's this idea that we've been sold a load of baloney about (laughs) what it means to really and truly be well and healthy. And I am really trying to demystify that and support people in getting in touch with their own intuitive voice, their own intuitive guidance, and really strip away Mm -hmm. the bullshit of everything we've been Mm -hmm. taught and that's been inundated to us about what health is. And so I have the joy of working in what I consider to be kind of the woo-woo space a little bit of kind of like, uh, you know, energetic and emotional and your mindset and all of that as somebody who really has dedicated a good chunk of my life to that journey myself, but also to the mm-hmm. scientific side of things. I'm a nerd through and through, and as a functional practitioner, I use labs and um, look at the data and interpret blood results and all of that. Um, but I'm doing it through a very specific lens. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I also have the joy of coaching other health business owners, kind of as somebody who's been there, who's in the middle of it. You know, is the way I really think of it. I'm not sure that any of us ever get. To, you know, truly being at the top of the mountain of entrepreneurship right? (laughs) So uh, I kind of coach people who are towards the beginning or really searching for their voice to really uh, help them empower themselves to Mm. move through that process in a really authentic and grounded way because, you know, it's hard. Like, this is is not an easy road. I don't think many of us would choose it. (laughs) I think it's really something we're called to. Uh, And Uh so I get to support others that kind of work in this field of, uh, holistic health and well being uh, in That's this space awesome. as well. Yeah, I love to That's do that. Awesome. It's it's one of my most favorite parts of my business. Like I'm always mm-hmm. so jazzed. I I like to say like I'm just their cheerleader. Like I'm just like yeah, what cool things sure. are you doing and how can I just cheer you on to like do more cool shit? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I love this. I love too that your phrase honestly well and like how do we feel honestly well because I feel like. In so many fields, I think in the health field, especially, but even in the entrepreneurial field, it's like, oh, well, you should feel good about if you hit a certain level or if you're making a certain amount of money or if you are a certain size or whatever. And and then you hit those things maybe and you're like, I don't, I don't feel great or I don't feel great about myself or I don't like what I see in the mirror or I don't feel healthy. So I love that idea of honestly well.
1: Yeah, thank you. It was one of those things that I am... Um Uh, I don't know how much you have nerded out on human design, uh, but I know starting. Okay. Just getting there. Okay. So you're, you'll probably go further down the rabbit hole just from the 10 seconds I've known you. I think you'll be into it, but something I learned is about my type. I'm a manifesting generator and I love ideas. Like I just have such a love for like, let's create ideas. And then I kind of like let them go. And if it's good, I'll come back to it. And that yeah. honestly, well, bit, it took me so long and I kept for years circling around. I mean, I even have, I worked with a marketing person on like branding like years ago mm-hmm. and came up with a whole different name. And we came up with this whole brand and it was going to be great. And I was like, this is not it, you know? And I just kind of circle around all these ideas. And so let that be a lesson to anyone listening. If like you feel like mm-hmm. you need the perfect catchphrase or the perfect, whatever to start, like just start. I think honestly, well came into my business after being in business three years, four years, something like that. So it can take time to find that thing that really like defines you. And this idea that we have to be so super polished, like Mm -hmm. you'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's totally true. And I think often you realize probably this honestly well came as you like more and more were talking to people and being like, okay, but are you honestly feeling well? Like, are you honestly, and then suddenly you're like, Oh, like that's what I keep saying, and like that's really what I want to promote. Yeah, but you couldn't necessarily get there by just like sitting in your room and ideating all right. day
1: long. Totally, <laughs> and I think to your point, like you know, your health and well being is inextricably, inextricably, you know the word I'm saying,
0: inextricably <laughs> yeah.
1: linked to the health and well being of your business. And yes. I think a lot of entrepreneurs do not pay enough attention to that. And I think there are some famous people out there trying to like shed light on that. I think about. Uh, like even like Mel Robbins, who I feel like part of her philosophy is like, yeah, get up and move your body. And I'm always grateful for that. But also I think there's an oversimplification a lot of the time. Mm. And so one Mm -hmm. of the things I know for myself, even if my business and I've had other endeavors I've worked on that were not super health centric in what the business was, my health and well-being was paramount to the health of that business or that endeavor. And so like, a friendly reminder to everyone that like your well-being, your honest wellness, you feeling honestly well is critical to the well-being of your business. period. Yes.
0: it's not a yes. it's not up for discussion. I, I this I think is so so important and I even like I find this so much in my own life. Like if my fitness routine gets off track, I know within the week, if I do not get it back on track, everything else will be off track. My sleep cycle will be off track. My business will be off track. My relationships are going to be off track the way I eat. And it's, and it's also all related. If my sleep gets off track, then my fitness is getting off track, which means my work is getting off track. So it's all super related. And when we have it kind of running well, then we really can, you know, like move forward. But without it, I know.
1: I know, you're yeah. telling me. I feel that way about my food, too, and and my like exposure to sunlight, honestly. It's one oh, yeah. of the reasons that I moved to Colorado. So I partially grew up mm-hmm. in two very different places, in southern Arizona and outside of Chicago. And uh, those of you who live in the Midwest, my heart goes out to you because there is just, yeah, there is just that period of like six months where just the gray, it just sets in. Yep. It's just gray all day. And- I I'm so spoiled out here, but I also hope to never <laughs> change, uh, change that because I just really notice like exposure to sunlight and there's all these scientific reasons about it that sunshine. I could tell someone and that I tell clients who need convincing in that way, but like mm-hmm. I know intuitively that I need
0: sunshine. No, yeah. Period. It's so true. Yeah. I moved. I was so I grew up in Chicago and I have lived there for a while, but I recently just moved down to St. Louis. And it's, I mean, it takes four and a half hours to drive from my parents' house to where I am in St. Louis. Like it's not that far. But the difference in weather is is astronomical. I'm yes. like, this is amazing. Like, you know, they got snow yesterday up in Chicago. And I went for a walk and just like a little zip up like long sleeved I'm like this is amazing yes totally (laughs) right
1: I feel like uh like out of a Disney movie like the birds come out singing we had a huge blizzard uh a few days ago and uh yeah yesterday like kind of trudged through the snow as it was melting and the birds were out singing and the bunnies were out eating and I was just like (laughs) where am I like it's you know, I think it's really important to have those bright spots in your life every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right, so before we go down any other rabbit hole cuz we I think about everything forever. I want to get to your one thing. So, what's the one thing that you're always telling people or clients or even friends that you're talking to that you really want other business owners to know?
1: Yeah. So, my one thing, especially recently, is you choose your hard. That there are all kinds of hard things that could be happening to you that might happen to you and to not forget that you have a choice in the matter. And so I'll give an example because what comes up a lot with some of my clients and people who take my course is, you know, it feels really hard to change my habits around food, especially if I live with other people. Right. Like yes. I hear a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Who like maybe they're the primary food shopper or the primary cook in their home or they have little ones or they have roommates. Right. Like all kinds of different living situations where they're living with other people and they will lament about, you know, I can change these three things, but I don't think I can change those three things. Like mm-hmm. the person I live with is not going to like that or. Oh, that's an uncomfortable conversation I'm going to have with my family around holidays or right? Yeah. And it's like, yes, that may be challenging and that may be really difficult. And how difficult will it be to feel like crap for the mm-hmm. rest of the year, right? Or for however long yeah. it takes before you make a change. And how will it feel to to your point, Katie, of like if you continue not sleeping well? How is that going to feel? And what is the downstream effects of all of that? And so I really do believe that like we have choice in the matter. Now I want to put a big asterisk here of there. Like we all have different amounts of privilege. We all have different life experiences and there may be something that like genuinely is really hard. So I'm not trying to say like, we don't, you don't have hard shit that you have less yeah, control yeah, yeah. over, right? right. <laughs> but I am trying yeah. to say that sometimes, and our brains are really wired this way of like, change is, is the hardest thing. And your brain is wired to want to continue to follow the same set of thoughts, same set of habits, the same experiences because it likes predictability and it's just reinforcing pathways. So creating a new pathway, creating a new set of uh, decisions that you're going to make, doing something that's outside of your normal routine, it's actually energy intensive. And so Mm -hmm. your, your whole body is really wired for that to be hard Because your body wants you to survive with as little energy cost as possible. And so that's part of why change can be so hard. But that's why I think it's so important that we reframe it a little bit of, you know, Mm -hmm. you really have a choice of choosing different kinds of hard in your life. So how Mm -hmm. do you want to show up? What type of hard do you really want to expose yourself to? And I know personally in my own health journey, it was really important to acknowledge that like Yes, changes are hard, right? And it was going to be hard to have, you know, certain conversations with my family, you know, especially my mom loves a holiday and my family loves food, you know? And so, oh, it was so hard having to have that conversation. But I really... I credit some of these dietary changes I made, and I'm not talking crazy things, people, where I'm saying I'm not eating a carbohydrate the rest of my life, you know, but there were some really hard choices I had to make about things I would and would not put in my body and really taking that stand for my health and well being that I really credit with changing um, how my body functions and really changing the trajectory of my health.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that... Yeah. <laughs> I love this in so many ways. I think oh, too, even for entrepreneurial side, like health is alone, like ch- you have to choose your hard. Like all decisions are hard. And even the decision not to make a decision. So like back to your health idea. If you were like, okay, like I'm just not gonna do this, like it's gonna disrupt my roommate or my my spouse or whatever, and like I'm not gonna that is a decision. You oh, yeah. have chosen to continue on that hard path. And that's the hard you've chosen as opposed to a hard that might seem more difficult in the moment, as opposed to actually more difficult for the long haul for you.
1: Oh, totally. I think about this in my own business and when I coach others in their business around like that indecision, right? And that staying in that indecisiveness and and this space that I think a lot of us have where we can convince ourselves of any answer of any path forward with our business and we can just like stay in this hamster wheel, you know? And that Mm -hmm. is energy intensive. That is hard. That you I don't know about you, but I at the beginning of my business, I lost sleep. I you know (laughs) I was not a great friend sometimes. Like I was not showing up as my best self. Let's just say that. Because I would just live in that indecision. And to your point, like that is a decision. And that is a different kind of hard than just saying, you know what? Can I cuss? Yeah. 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 Like, (laughs) fuck it. I'm going to try something, you know, like I don't have the answer. Like all like I vetted these three things. Two of them seem like good enough ideas. Screw it. I'm going to just do one.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. I also love this that you were saying, like, you were not a good friend early on. I literally (laughs) this is reminding me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine you know, I'm like all over the map. I'm trying to get everything figured out the whole deal. And I was just, I was just, I knew I was just not being a good friend and I was not a good person. And I, and I, but I w- didn't belong to a gym at the time. And so I was also like, cause I was trying to save money. So I was cutting all these costs. And finally, one day I said to her, I was like, listen, I am sorry. I'm being a shitty friend. I am really sorry. This is going bad. Like I need to join a gym. And she was yes. like, okay. And I was like, I just, I am not who I want to be. And I know part of that is because I'm so stressed out. But I know part of it is too. like, I just need to get back into the normal exercise routine for my life. And then I'll probably be nicer to you. I'm really sorry. She was like, Okay, no problem. And you know, then I joined the gym that next day. And like, even that little change where I was like, Okay, like, I don't know how I'm gonna have time for this. But I know that this is an important priority for my life. Like I need to do that made a huge difference early on when I was starving.
1: I love that you had that intuition and that you followed it and you knew that was what you needed. And I think like just the encouragement to people of like, sometimes it is that simple. And also like, sometimes it's not right. Like let's normalize that, but like, yeah, Mm -hmm. sometimes it is really that simple of like, I just need to engage in one thing that's for myself every day without giving a crap what anyone else is doing or Mm -hmm, thinks and that's gonna be the key that unlocks this for me. And for some of us it's it's a lot more nuanced. And so Mm -hmm. the and different phases and stages of life and your business are going to require different
0: amounts of those kinds of things. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. How do you like do you have advice for people who need to have those hard conversations? Like I'm thinking too, like. I remember years ago, I realized my sleep was really important and I needed, like, I do not function well if I don't get eight hours. I get migraines, the whole deal. And so at the time I had a bunch of roommates and I was like, hey, listen, at nine o'clock I am, I am dead. I'm done for the night. I'm not doing anything after nine. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, ha 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 well, let's watch a movie. And I was like, only if it ends by nine. And like, but that, those are hard conversations I think to have at times, especially if you're like new to it. So do you have any tips for having those? Conversations? Yeah.
1: I really love the like Oreo method, you know, the like, yeah. and, and I also really love encouraging people to centralize the conversation in that way when you're advocating for yourself and it's clearly mm-hmm. that. I statements mm-hmm. all the way, right? Like, yeah. this is like basics of expressing your emotions or how to have a, a good disagreement that you might have learned as a kiddo. But it's very much like, you know, first starting out with like, I love when we get to spend quality time together as roommates. Mm-hmm. And I have so much fun when we hang out and watch a funny movie, you know, after a long day. And I think this is the key. Replace, but with, and always like that is a game changer. And I I noticed that I really need to be asleep by nine o'clock or my day is Mm -hmm. shit, or I feel like this or right. Like whatever else. And so, right. Like as a result, right. Like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. I need for when we spend time together to do it before this time or, yeah or make a request, right? Is there a way that we could do XYZ? Is there a way that, you know, so I don't want to cha- you to change your plans all the time for me, but is there a way that some of the time we could do this, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. it's it feels really complicated in those moments, I think, and mm-hmm. if we're not practiced at advocating for ourselves when it comes to our health and well-being, and I think that's key. A lot of us are getting better at advocating for ourselves in professional spaces or mm in something like a friendship or something like a romantic relationship. But we're not always great at advocating for our well-being because it feels Mm -hmm. selfish. And so this is a really specific muscle I think we have in our brain that's like, Mm. yes, it's okay to advocate for this aspect of myself. No, I do not need to sacrifice, right? Like, my well-being in order to mm. be good at whatever things I want to be good at or be a good fill in the blank, right? Sister, daughter, son, you know, friend, whatever it is. And so getting that practice, I think is key. And try, try making a request or sharing a need that you have in like a lower hanging fruit situation, right? Mm. So in your example, Katie, if that was like you know, felt like a big request to you to make of your roommates, maybe there's something uh, that's a little bit, uh, you think possibly less of an ask, right? Like, maybe there's something about like, hey, like, could you turn the volume down on things, you know, halfway or something like that, right? Like, I mean, depending Mm -hmm. what folks are dealing with, like, maybe that does apply to them.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So great. And the Oreo method, I think is great, too, where it's like, you know, Something nice, something you yes. need, you know, something critical or yes. a little, you know, constructive criticism and then something nice again, just to help people. Cause it's true. We need to, <laughs> cause I think often too, we get nervous about that thing that we need to like communicate. And then it comes across, at least this happens to me sometimes, like, and then it comes across like, like super strict or like super harsh, and that's not what we meant, but we're like nervous about communicating that thing that we need. Well, and I think
1: let Um, it be genuine, right? Because some people hear Mm -hmm. about the Oreo method or think about practice and they're like, I don't have anything nice to say. You know, (laughs) like I'm thinking about, I have a little sister who's very like, I remember trying to teach her as kids, like, hey, if you want mom to like drive you to the mall and slip you $5, like just do the dishes. And like, she'll notice that you've done something helpful and then she'll be more willing. And she was like, but I don't want to do the dishes. So why would I do that? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, you know, like,
0: yeah. so
1: sometimes you might not have something super nice to say, but that's where, like, is there something um, that you can share about a noticing that is mm-hmm. neutral? Is there something you can share about just how you feel that? is, uh you know, more praising or positive of the person or the situation. I'm thinking about like family type occasions, right? Like, mm-hmm. so when I go back to visit my family, I need to wake up every day and go for a walk. Like even Chicago, even gray winter, if I'm there in winter, like I really need to get up and out, breathe some fresh air. And so I have shared with them, like, I there's a family tradition of kind of like hanging out in PJs and drinking coffee for hours and you know, like all that. And it's like, I genuinely love that time. I love spending time with them in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I really need some fresh air, some daylight, stretching my legs. Right. And those things can coexist. This is like, the thing is it's the idea that like, you you can have most things. I don't think you can have everything, but you can have most things, right, but not at the same time. So right. really prioritizing and owning that you're prioritizing, I think mm-hmm. is really helpful to also like let someone behind the curtain of like, I'm prioritizing this so that I can be fully present here.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that that to me was a game changer when I realized, too, that like taking care of myself and prioritizing things also makes me better able to then serve others and to be present for my family or be present for my friends or my clients or whatever, as opposed to that narrative that often runs through our head that it's selfish. It's selfish if I work out for an hour every day. It's selfish if I take I often take Friday afternoons off and just go for a nature walk, like separate from everything, because I just have found that by Friday at like 1 p.m. I'm done. Like I'm just done for the day. I'm exhausted for the week. And at first, the first time I did it, I was like, this is so selfish. Like I'm going on a 14 mile hike by myself. And then I was like, no, no, this is really good. Cause now I'm able to like function and serve the way that I should.
1: Well, and in that case that I would say like, okay, challenge the being selfish and like do the thing that's selfish and see how it feels. Right. Right. Like, okay, so you're selfish. Like, okay, you're selfish sometimes. So be selfish. What does that feel like? Right. And I imagine that if it were like taking a long walk by yourself on a Friday afternoon when you're pretty exhausted, you'd be like, this is great. Like, I am filling up my cup. Like, okay, I'm down with this being a little bit selfish thing, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's definitely re kind of switching that mental narrative. That's for sure. Yeah. Good. Do you have other kind of tips or tricks, especially I think early on in the entrepreneurial journey, like you said, like you're not getting a lot of sleep and you're overwhelmed, and you know I think a lot of the things that really take care of ourselves, like mentally and physically, we put to the side because we're we're all in. So, do you have any tips for how people can kind of like live this honestly well life in all areas, especially when they're first starting?
1: Yeah. So I really love the idea of. Choosing one big thing that you're going to really focus on that's a lot of bang for your buck when it comes to your health mm-hmm. and well being, and doing mm-hmm. that thing as often as accurately. I don't want to say 100% because I think perfection is a real bitch, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. like get hit that nail on the head every day. Right. You know, and then just be aware of what the supporter things are and start practicing those things. So I'm thinking about, so my course, honestly, well, is all about kind of laying the foundations of this honestly, well, lifestyle. And there's a section all about, you know, being well hydrated. There's a section about being well fed. There's a section about sleeping. Well, a section about working on your mindset. Right. So these are all kind of, Big juicy things that really are important for your well being. But we can't focus on everything at once if it's not already part of our kind of rhythm and habits and who we are. So I'm not a big fan of like, Uh, For most of us, just dive all the way in and change 50 things at once. I think it's Mm -hmm. kind of detrimental, and it's why a lot of us are starters and stoppers. Uh, And I think many of us are more moderators than we are abstainers, even though we wish we were abstainers. So, abstainers being people who can just if something's not around, they're good. They're not going to do it. If something is around, then they're all about it, right? Moderators being like, I can have a little, I can do a little, and I can stop whenever Um, I want, start whenever I want. mm -hmm. I think an abstainer mentality and an abstainer lifestyle when it comes to healthy habits is often detrimental for a lot of us. And so that's where Mm -hmm. I really encourage folks of like, choose your big thing, right? So if sleep is your big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Choose what the boundaries are about that. I'm going to turn off all of my devices at 7.30 PM. I'm going to put on blue light blockers. I'm going to turn off my Wi-Fi when I go to bed. I'm going to do a 10 minute sleep. Meditation or music before bed. I'm going to make sure my bedroom is dark. I'm going to make sure I'm in bed for at least eight and a half hours. Boom, right? That is what I'm going to ace every day, right? And Mm -hmm. I also know drinking water is important. And I also know that I need to be eating healthy foods, but maybe because I feel overwhelmed by meal prep, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, pick up the, I'm going to hit the easy button on food, right? So I'm going to pick Mm -hmm. up some prepared things like Rotisserie chicken and a salad mix and a dressing that's already made so that lunch can be the easy button, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it's really that of like, don't feel like you have to change everything at once. Like, it's kind of like grades in school get good at first grade before you graduate to mm-hmm. second grade, you know? Yes. And don't feel pressured that like you have to change it all at once because however old you are now, like, think about all the things you've tried and stopped because you bit off a lot more than you could chew. Like, Yeah, it it really is. And then think about like in the future, right? If you fast forward five years, like if you had taken each of these things one at a time,
0: you could have, Mm. you could be a
1: totally brand new person.
0: Yes. I, I, this is so interesting that you're saying this because I, I am definitely one of those people who's like, okay, like this, this year or the the, right now I'm going to focus on sleep. And it is really interesting how those habits tend to be much more sustainable if you're like, okay, this is what I'm focusing on. So I think back to like, I think it was 2016. I realized I had read two books the entire year, the whole year. And I was like, this is not good. Like this is not who I want to be. Um, you know, whatever. Some people don't like reading. That's fine. But I was like, I want to be a reader. I want to be continuing, continuously educating myself. And I was like, okay, like then 2017, I need to figure out like, how am I going to read more? And I have no extra time. Like I, it's like I have more time in 2017 than I had in 2016 so that was like, for me, it was like, okay, like, how do I fit this in? How do I make this work? And I realized like, oh, audiobooks. I'm in the car a lot. Like I'm, I'm out walking, you know? So like that became my 2017 habit. I don't think about it anymore, but I read a ton now in comparison, you know, or like the same with water. Like a couple months ago, I got, I was like, okay, I gotta do a gallon a day. Like, that's my thing. Like I realized, like, I just function much better. My head is in much better shape if I have a gallon, but I didn't just start that and start a diet and start marathon training and all at the same time. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One thing at a time. And I think that's like good business advice too, is like mm-hmm. one thing at a time. I know I've have felt this way before with like every new freaking social media app coming out. I'm like, yes. no, not another one. You know, like I really, ugh, I don't want to like, that's, that's my like internal voice. I don't want to. And like with clubhouse, I'm just like, no, no, just yeah. no. That's a that's a yep. no for me right now. You know, and mm-hmm. I feel like in other phases in my business, I would have been like, oh God, I've I've like- got to ace it on Clubhouse. I've got to ace it on Instagram. I've got to ace it on Facebook. I've got to ace it on mm-hmm. Twitter. I'm I've got to ace it so many places. I have no time to actually see clients and, and build courses and run my business, you know? Right. And I actually have really come to the place of like one thing at a time, like focus one place, choose the place you're going to show up. Let it, let that be the thing just. Yeah. And when the time comes for you to explore somewhere else, once you have that system down, that process down, that app down, great. Then start to explore elsewhere, but like focus, focus. Yeah.
0: No, I totally agree. And even with my social media clients and all of that, like, of course, everyone's like, Oh, do I have to be on everything? And I'm like, God, no, like, no, focus on one you really like, or focus on the one where your clients really are. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big proponent, though, I will say of when new apps come out, like clubhouse, like getting in and getting your accounts, like getting yes. your name. So no one takes your name. So you, So you have that. And if you choose to never use it, not a problem. But if someday you do choose to use it, it's a pain in the ass if you don't get your name. And then you have like the one system that has a different name than everything else. That's my own. Totally. Only
1: no, thing. I love that advice. I think that's great advice. So it's like, do the bare minimum, go grab your yeah. account, but yeah. you don't have to do crap on it if you don't want
0: to. Exactly. Just yeah. let it sit there for a while. And, yeah. I love you that. might like just keep gaining followers and you might not be doing anything. Like that's my clubhouse right now as I got it. And then I was like, okay. I think this is going to be a summer thing for me. Like, I'm going to really dive into it in like late spring, early summer when I am have more peace, when the podcast is out and, you know, like that's all put together because I don't have the mental space for it right now. And that's OK. Yeah. So
1: I love that. I also feel like there's a balance, though, for like there's never a great time. You know, I don't know how you feel oh. about this, but I feel like I've had things like that where I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this next season. I can't wait to do it. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, uh, you get to
0: that time and you're like, yeah, never mind. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Still doesn't yeah, feel so good.
1: But I'm gonna wait that yeah. out.
0: Well, yeah. And I think that's part of kind of this whole process is learning how like what is essential and what is not. And you know, like being on Clubhouse is not essential or being on TikTok is not essential, depending on your business, right? Um But getting more clients is essential, right? Like building your actual business is essential. Getting out in front of clients, essential. Mm -hmm. The rest might be nice, not essential. So, you know, you got to pivot then or pick and choose (laughs) with each season. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Awesome. This has been a really great conversation. I am so appreciative. Do you have um, a podcast or a book or anything like that that you would recommend people kind of dive into as they're beginning their entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, it's a great question. I've So... I go back
1: and forth on this, right? Because mm-hmm. I've read a crap ton. I've listened to a bunch. Mm-hmm. I, I've, you know, like most of us, like I've, I've gotten obsessed with like one person and I've dove really deep and I found them on yeah. YouTube and I found every book yeah. and I started following them on social media. And I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is it. This is the method. This is the philosophy. And I actually think my biggest piece of advice of, with that is diversify, diversify, diversify. Mm -hmm. Like anybody who you're following, anyone's book, anyone's advice, like they are a human and they are just sharing what worked for them. And maybe they've guided other people through it and it has worked for them as well because like patterns are a thing, right? But also like it might not work for you or it might work for you for a little and then it might not work after that. And so I actually Hmm. really think it's important as an entrepreneur starting out to do more work on understanding yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. on understanding
1: how you make decisions, on understanding the type of environment you thrive in, on understanding the kind of voice that you have, not even necessarily the voice that your business has, but like, Mm -hmm. who the F are you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know thyself. And so I really think it's important to invest in that. And so Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. Like, I, I know, like, that's just so... Like everyone has said it and right, like says that, but I'm a big fan of, um, of her and just conversations around like showing up authentically i think mm-hmm. it never goes out of style because like yep. sometimes you're going to mess up sometimes you're going to do great sometimes things are going to feel just right sometimes they're not and something i've really appreciated in kind of this new age of business of like where social media allows our our clients to come directly to our doorstep every single day is mm-hmm. that at a certain point they just want to see who you are so that they can understand if you're their person or their business or, you know, the service that they need. And so Mm -hmm. really focusing energy on like getting in tune with your authenticity and taking Mm -hmm. care of your, I think of it as like an instrument, taking care of your instrument, right? So that's the health piece, right? Like Mm -hmm. so important. And I would even say like Read like part of my healthy habits is reading like at least 10 minutes every day, but also like get quiet for 10 minutes every day. Yes. No distraction, like no technology. Just get quiet. And it's scary. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, but my brain mm-hmm. is running. Yeah, yep, yes. And still do it anyways, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so much to say about all of this. So one, I totally agree. With the silence thing. I think, is a really, really missed component for, for, for everybody in the entire world right now. But I think especially for entrepreneurs, because we run at such a quick pace and we feel like stopping to slow down, to take silence and just reflect is a waste of our time when in fact might be the best 10 minutes we spend each day. So I love that you said that and brought that up. Um, second, love Brene Brown, her the Gifts of Imperfection book, her Gifts of Imperfection book, I um, was like the book that launched me down like a personal development path where suddenly I was reading everything and listening to Mel Robbins and doing all of that. Cause I was like, this is amazing. Like what? Um, But I agree with you too, in like diversifying and reading lots of different things. Like one of my big things when I read a book is, what's the one nugget I can pull from this that I can apply to who I am and to what I'm doing and where I want to go, as opposed to like, how do I take this person's entire formula and apply it to me? Cause it, it doesn't always fit or it's not always right, but there's always something you can pull out and be like, Yes. Like that works for who I am and that works for my business. So I love that too.
1: And I think a part of that too is like, I don't know, I get the sense that this is how you feel. So I'm making an assumption. So correct me after, but like I, it is so much more important to me to show up authentically and yes, I want to make a living and yes, I want my business to grow, but I don't need to be a bajillionaire just because Mm -hmm. I followed someone else's formula and I'm showing up not as my most authentic self, that doesn't interest me because the price you pay when you just follow someone else's exact formula Mm -hmm. and you're just a figurehead for their method and formula is that Mm -hmm. you lose yourself. And I'm not interested in that.
0: I agree. I totally, I'm all about that. I think, And I think often we early on get kind of caught up in the like, I got to make money and I want to be a millionaire and I want to be like x whoever x is right and like i'm just gonna follow her formula and we we lose the fact that very often entrepreneurs get involved because they want to serve they want to give the talents and the gifts that they have to the people around them and i feel like then often we circle back and realize like nope i'm gonna focus more on authenticity than money and that's gonna be way more filling of my bucket than focusing on the money thing
1: hmm totally I love it and yeah. like If you need to strategize with someone, right? Because like the whole idea that you can create multiple streams of revenue at some point, right? Start with one, but at some point you can create more if you want, and that you can have different price points and that like you can create a different methodology for how it all happens in which maybe you do need fewer customers, right? Right like because of the product you offer or the the amount you charge. So like you don't ever have to do something exactly the way someone else has done it. And in many ways, I think sometimes it's a great sign. Like I actually love coming on podcasts like this, where I'm pretty sure your audience probably doesn't know me that well, yeah, or, or maybe has even ever heard of me because it's like, great. Like my business is doing awesome and you don't know me. Like, That's actually kind of fantastic because that Mm -hmm. should give you hope that like your business can crush it without, you know, being a household name or without being someone Mm -hmm. that everyone knows. You you actually don't need that in order to be a successful entrepreneur.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. A million times. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So people want to find you online. If they want to connect with you, if they want to learn more about what you do, how can they, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, awesome. So I am a lot on Instagram. So it's Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-A-1-S underscore Faye, F-A-Y-E. That's me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook under Marissa Faye. There's a functional nutrition page, but I also just want to invite folks. I have a free group. It's called the Honestly Well Holistic Health Community. You can join us there. I do all kinds of free masterclasses there. I really love getting on camera. That's one of my gifts is that I just love being authentic and getting on camera and speaking truth to bullshit. And so I do a lot of spots on what I call fad-free health. So I demystify what's a fad and what's not. Uh, I also do that on my podcast called Honestly Well and in my course called Honestly Well, which depending when this episode comes out, the course is launching uh, at the end of March. And so it's been such a labor of love. My previous career was actually in course development for a university, uh, oh, around health courses, cool. yeah, and so it's been a long time goal of mine as a business owner to launch my first course, and so uh, this bad boy is coming out, and uh, oh or I'll degender God. that. This this badass course is coming out, <laughs> uh, and I would just love folks to take it, and it's really a first step that you can take with with a little bit of accountability and lots of resources to really get on this path to taking care of your body and your well being, so that you
0: really can show up as badass as you want to be in your business. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope everyone goes and checks out this course and your your free Facebook group and finds you on Instagram. I think you have so much to share with everyone. So thank you. Yeah. All right. That's it for this week. I hope you got at least one thing from today's conversation to guide you on this crazy entrepreneurial journey you're in the midst of. If you liked what you heard, please consider sharing this episode with a fellow small business owner or leaving a review. And last, but certainly not least, let's connect on social. Message me at Rosebud social on Instagram and Facebook until next week.